0: hello there and welcome back to another episode of check with tech your guide to all things tech i'm your host isina azam and let's get started shall we okay so first things first dell has taken a big redesign in its not as known xps desktop lineup Uh, yes Uh, well the xps lineup is mostly known for its laptop models but not as many people do know that dell offers a desktop variant of the xps lineup Uh, So now uh, Dell has announced the redesign for it and how most of the design has been taken uh, consideration of performance and airflow so that's why you may find some things off in the laptop That's because it does help um, maximize performance and the airflow and in a much smaller package uh, it's in a 19 liter uh, volume compared to the predecessor which had a 23.7 liter capacity on the inside you get uh, from a core i5 10 k all the way to an i9 10 k for gpus you can go up to a geforce rtx 2070 super or the rx uh, fi- uh, 5700 xt you have uh, 128 uh, gigabytes of ram And the chassis can include a combination of mechanical and solid-state drives. For the ports, uh, it's good. It's generous. Uh, You get seven USB 3.1 Type-A ports, two USB 2.0, and one Type-C port on the front. You also get a headphone jack and an SD card reader, which I appreciate for that. And now, while uh, Dell could have easily put in a GeForce RTX 2080, which I talked about uh, a minute ago for the graphics cards, instead they went with the 2070 Super or the RX 5700 XT because they're offering limited power supplies, either a 360 watt or a 500 watt power supply. It is now available uh, now uh, to order starting today, And it starts at only $650, but that's only the base configuration with the least amount of specs. And along with the announcement of the desktop, uh, Dell has also uh, announced that they're making a frost colored variant of the uh, XPS 15 laptop. Uh, But you do, however, have to fork an extra $50 across select configurations. So, if you're on the market for a gaming phone, might I suggest waiting a couple of months until OEM support the new, announced uh, Snapdragon 865 Plus? Yes, Qualcomm uh, just announced the spec sheet of the Snapdragon 865 Plus and what you get from the name. It's a better, more refined version of the 865, which was already a pretty fast chip. So let's see what we can expect from this new SOC. So the Snapdragon 865 Plus uh, offers the new Cairo uh, 585 CPU, uh, which uh, reaches a maximum uh, clock speeds of up to 3.1 gigahertz, which is I believe to be one of the first phone uh, processors that reaches over three, uh, three gigahertz. That's ten percent higher than the regular eight sixty five. You get a new GPU as well, uh, the uh, Adreno six fifty, also ten percent faster uh, than the eight sixty five. You get uh, Qualcomm's fast connect sixty nine hundred connectivity suite. Uh, Basically, uh, phones now uh, with that chipset can support Wi Fi speeds of up to three point six gigabits per second but that does have a caveat uh, because it has mm, to rely on the oems choosing to integrate necessary antennas to support that uh, suite so that means that pretty soon you will get some gaming phones that include uh, that uh, soc the 865 plus and i am uh, i cannot wait to see that chipset in action motorola is a releasing yet another entry-level phone aka the moto g 5g plus yes so what does this thing offer and is it worth buying for only uh, around 290 euros we'll talk about that uh, so it offers the snapdragon 765 uh, 6.7 inch uh, full hd plus 90 hertz hdr 10 certified uh, display four To 6 gigs of RAM, 64 to 128 gigabytes of storage with a micro SD card slot if you want to bump that up. A 5000 mAh battery with a 20 watt charging brick in the box, which offers what uh, Motorola says turbo power. Four cameras on the back, a 48 megapixel f1.8 primary camera. A 5 megapixel macro camera, an 8 megapixel ultra wide camera, and a 2 megapixel depth camera. On the front, you have two uh, cameras: a 16 megapixel f uh, f2 um, selfie camera and an 8 megapixel ultra wide camera. As I said before, it starts at 289 euros because it will. Uh, not likely release in the usa and even if it will it will uh, release much later than on the other markets Uh, so now for now i'm just going to use euros it will start at 289 euros and for that's for the 64 gigabyte variant and for the 128 gigabyte uh, you get uh, that's for 350 euros okay now for the big elephant in the room Uh, how it actually looks like there are multiple elephants but this is the biggest one so on the back you have a a rounded square cut out on the top left with four very obvious camera lenses and that's basically how it looks on the back um the color is kind of a teal I don't know what kinds of color and blue that is but on the front it's your regular phone display but not with a notch and not with a pop-up camera but not with one uh, hole punch cutout but two hole punch cutouts i am not a fan of that uh yes it barely helps with uh, the screen to body ratio but i just like them just c- Together with the same cutout, like what Samsung did with the S10, uh, the S10 Plus. Another big elephant in the room is that it may not launch in uh, the US. And we really don't get a reason for that. Uh, Motorola hasn't announced anything, but they did say that they're compensating this with uh, a sub $500 5G device in North America this fall that's all we know about that compensation uh, America's getting for this phone but uh, hopefully it's good and hopefully it's actually worth the compensation because this actually seems like a pretty good phone i mean i'm not a fan of the design especially on the front but that's just me i know a lot of people who like it but why why i mean there has been a trend where phone manufacturers just put a five megapixel or two megapixel macro camera on the camera array especially on the back and i know it does help with marketing i mean it does increase the amount of camera lenses by one But I just feel like it's unnecessary. I mean, you could do what OnePlus did with the 7T series. Uh, They built in the macro uh, features inside the ultra camera. So you don't need an extra lens. But I just hate the fact that uh, some manufacturers do it and just for marketing reasons. But hey, that's my opinion. And I mean, it doesn't bug me that much. I just get a little miffed about it. Man, the PS Five had some announcement. I'm going to say that. Uh, with today, uh, we're going to talk about the box art and the play uh, the PS Five logo that you find on the box art. I don't know what it's called. I'm just going to call the PS Five header uh, on the box art, and it does come with an official uh, look at the box art for Spider Man the sequel Spider-Man Miles Morales which is a game that I personally have been excited for and first of all let's talk about the Miles Morales box art it looks nice it takes the same idea from the first Spider-Man game uh, which is the main character and in a background of the color that represents that character Uh, in this case black uh, for Spider-Man's Miles Morales suit Uh, and I like it I mean it does look a little bit boring but it tells you all all you need but um i really have something to say about the ps5 header i just do not like how unoriginal it is i mean the ps4 it's somewhat of an upgrade to the ps3 the ps3 had two designs of the header um, which which both are very different from each other but i just do not like the fact that all Uh, of what the ps5 header is is the same font and the same look of the ps4 header but they only changed the colors the background is white with the font being black i mean with all the marketing that the ps5 is some kind of revolution from the ps4 you think that they design a different header or at least change anything about it but no they just kept the exact same thing with the only exception being the color scheme I mean it's fine most people don't really acknowledge that header a lot i'm just saying that if sony wanted the ps5 to be a standalone successor to the ps4 then you'd think that they change up the header to at least differentiate the ps4 uh, the ps5 excuse me from the ps4 more uh, but hey that's just my opinion i mean the ps4 header does look nice anyway and it's simple minimalistic and i uh, enjoy that And now ladies and gentlemen we come to the tiny topics google docs google sheets and google slides now uh, offer a dark theme on android the mid-range smartphone that oneplus is teasing us for a long time will officially be announced in an ar presentation on july 21st Samsung will unveil the Note 20, the Note 20 Ultra, and possibly uh, a sequel to the Galaxy Fold uh, on a virtual Unpacked event on August 5th. Speaking of Samsung, they will follow Apple's footsteps in that they won't include chargers with some phones starting next year. Uh, I'm sorry for your loss, MSI. Uh, MSI's CEO, Charles Chiang, I hope I pronounced that correctly, uh, has passed away. Google hints at the official release of Android 11, which is likely to come on September 8th, and thank God, Apple will include uh, Thunderbolt ports in its uh, Apple Silicon uh, Max, which is a great thing. And with that, we close the book of everything that's happened this week. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to listen to the other episodes in the podcast. And don't be afraid to leave a review on other podcasts. As always, this is Yasin Azam signing out. See you next weekend.